Hi everyone, um, welcome to Talk About Life. Um, and today we have a very special guest from California, the Sunshine State of California. Um, and today is the 28th of December 2020 and we're inviting Miss um, Jessica Russell all the way from the Sunshine State of California. Um, you know, we're, we're coming to the close of 2020. What a year it has been. What a year. Um, and a little bit about Jessica. Um, you know, she's when I look at her bio, it's like it's 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 just incredible. We've got this superwoman there. <laughs> Multitasker, uh, multi-talented woman of the new millennium. And we need more uh, women to be talking about their lives and their accomplishments and their achieve their achievements um, in this era, especially with the with the um, uh, with the technology that we have, um, you know, we are given the voice and the opportunity and we're given this empowerment of the, of the technology. Uh, and it's a good era to be in where people are able to speak up and not to be judged because we, we are in an era whereby we, res we respect each other's voice. Um, and yeah, and, and um, a little bit about um, our dear friend here, Jessica, my new friend, she is a multitasker. Not only that, she's a multi-achiever. <laughs> you know, she's a multi. She she has dealt with um, uh, businesses, uh, different entrepreneur entrepreneurship, and she is the founder of Hypnotherapy Center and the HTC Empowerment in Los Angeles and Beverly Hills. Talk about Beverly Hills! <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> wow, I've been there once. You know, all the rich and famous. Okay, and uh, she has also um, given a multiple consultancy to clients all over the world, especially in this part of the world in Asia. And I'd like to hear her talk about today's topic, uh, mindfulness, mental health. And the yes. word mindfulness uh, to us here in Asia is a new word, it's a new terminology, um, mm -hmm. you know, because um, you know, mindfulness is a new, I would say there's a new awareness um, in this era um, and especially in this part of Asia. And I would like to share with uh, uh, Jessica, um, who are, uh, Jessica, you, you yourself have been uh, doing consultancy um, work all over the world. You know the context of Asia. You know, Asians. We don't like to talk about misery. We don't like right. to be talk. We don't like to talk about our vulnerabilities. We don't like to be seen as someone who's trying to reach out to get help. You know, because that's a sign of weakness in the Asian context. Um, and you're right to say um, in our conversation that there's a lot of pride, a lot of ego, um, as as opposed to like a, a Western context in America, you know, a leader who's seen as vulnerable, is seen as personable, is seen as um, someone who is real, who's seen as someone who understands the pains of the everyday human being, the man in the street. You, you want a leader who is seen as vulnerable and who has a feminine um, aspect of, 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 of them uh, to be seen in the public, to be to be seen in the media, but it's so unlike in this part of the world. We don't want to be seen as vulnerable, but so therefore, 
people who suffer in silence. It's a real thing. It's a real yeah. thing that is uh, that is actually uh, burning um, in many societies, many communities because people are suffering in silence. In silence. In, in silence. silence. And people yeah. are just struggling mentally. And you know, with this uh, onslaught of the pandemic, um, it pushes people to the edge. And it's so real, um, Jessica. And I want to share a story with you. As I was texting a, a, a friend uh, two days ago, and I was trying to um, reach out to them to to tune into my podcast and and my my YouTube channel. That you know, a lot of people are sharing their stories. I thought, you know, um, these stories are, are people like herself and myself. We are trying to share certain experiences with people. That hey, we're not alone in this journey, especially in the pandemic. And when she texted back, she says that I'm sorry I couldn't reply to you at all these times because I I was trying to help a neighbor whose son has just committed suicide, and she's all alone. And I and it just kind of um it I was really shocked. I, I and I just want to let Jessica know till today, I don't know how to reply her. Yeah. Because we're living in a society whereby we we don't know how to reach out to people yeah. who are suffering. We don't want to be seen as we are nosy parkers. We are people who are gossipers that we want to know your story. Tell us, tell us, tell us. You know, we, we want to be people who be seen as independent, strong, right? Heavers, go getters, uh, people who are successful, who people who are out there. Um, we don't want to be seen as people who are weak, uh, in a position of that we are needy. Okay, right. and and therefore we don't even know how to reach out to someone to tell them that, hey, we are here, um, we we hear you, you know. We don't know how to do. We don't know how to do that. So you know, for you to be in my show, um, you're such a savior for us. Oh, 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 I'm, I'm hoping yeah. that I can help some people and I think you know, there really becomes a time in someone's life when they start to do some self-reflection and I think it's very important for people to do that, that now without judging themselves harshly in a calm way and just to think logically. Um, without any shame, and I'm sorry because I'm I'm actually. Not I like that. Yeah. So you know, before we dive into the topic, um, I like um, Jessica um, to introduce herself uh, okay. to the listeners and the viewers. Tell to us a little bit about yourself, and then um, you can take the floor and take it in the direction you want. And I like to come in to just um, summarize some of uh, the pointers that you have shared uh, with us. Thank you, um, Jessica, take it away. Okay, but you stop me because you know I'm a talker. I'm, I'm an American. I love that. Just I talk. love talkers because I'm one <laughs> myself. Yes. The river flow, girl. Yeah, <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, you know, I will tell you a story and I think it will make it more relatable. When I was younger, I dreamed the fairy tale. All I really wanted to do was marry, maybe have two children, and in America, you know, have that house with the white picket fence. 
um, I didn't really have any strong ambitions, but then when I started to get involved with my last year of high school, things started to change, and I, I knew if I decided to go to college, which is really what everybody is forced to do in America, um, or at least, you know, your parents hope that you will do this, um, I decided to go to college and I knew I had to be very serious because now it's my choice. And so I was very inspired by somebody who was involved with business. And so um, I studied I studied partially in America, in Los Angeles, and that's where I'm from. And then I transferred to the American College of London and I spent about three years there. And I, I studied with obviously people that were not American, mostly um, Asian people, uh, Arabic people, and some British people. But there were very, very few American people. And so this was my first opportunity to really go out and see the world. And you know, in the UK, you can take a ferry to another country really fast. And um, that really opened up my eyes. And um, I grew up with a single mother who was very much with business. And she worked with a lot of people in finance, real estate investments, and a lot of people with money, and to a degree, some sophistication. And I would always be around her. She would drag me and my sister around. And obviously, uh, because this is decades ago, most of the people that had money were the men. Women were not traditionally doing business. And my mom was, and I would sit there and listen to her. And so I started unconsciously realizing that I was building tools because eventually I became a very close duplicate of my mother. And we sometimes say that, you know, the daughters become duplicate, good, bad, or ugly. Okay, so my, my little fur babies are going to jump up a little bit. Um, so what happened was, is when I finished with college, I ended up going into the family business. That escalated into going independently because I was so close with my mother, I needed a little distance. I veered also into the entertainment industry because it's such a dominant force in Los Angeles. I started really climbing the ranks in that industry, but I've always had a love for business. So I've been very fortunate because the unfortunate reality, and I think you still feel this way coming from Asia, which is known to be a male dominant society, is that unfortunately we are judged excessively as a woman and we are not always given the truth, given the, the opportunity be what we are mentally capable of being and offering the workplace or the business environment and it is a struggle so if the men are listening oh my gosh it's getting a little wild back there i apologize um then you know it becomes a conflict because it's almost like it's a competition and so what happens is is that there seems to be a there seems to be a dominance that still exists and it's even in America where women are misunderstood, especially if they're business people. 
and there's a separation and we're not really involved in the club. And we have to fight for this. And so it's not an even battlefield, as we say. And so we have to kind of manipulate and maneuver our ways and we have to try to find people that will accept us. And that's not really something that we should do. Oh, I, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> We're having the, the dog, dog playing field here. Uh, so, you know, what happened was is I've always had to pretty much find my way to make myself respectable and be respected. I was usually dealing with a lot of older people, but I always looked extremely young for my age, even today, which works today for my benefit. But of course, when you're in your 20s and you look like a teenager and you're wheeling and dealing, as we say, and we're negotiating, doing business with men or people that have money, it's very difficult. So you have to kind of find a way to basically find your own to succeed. And it's a very lonely club. So um, over and, the and, last... and Jessica, may, I may, yes. I may interject at this point. You know, it is still strange that we hear that even in this era, we are talking about America whereby people's minds are free and people are talking about equal opportunities and meritocracy and achieving with your capability is a land of dreams you know sometimes yes. when we read the news like that it still seems like it's unbelievable it's unbelievable <laughs> and this yeah. is gonna go into a segue of what you want to talk about today yeah. this uh pandemic that we have yeah. is in some ways going to set women backwards, yeah. but it's going to take the ones who have perseverance and really want to build themselves to break through all of this and really make their, their place. They say, you know, behind a good man is a good woman. They say that the most successful companies are run and operated by women because we are multitaskers. And so we also have, when we need to, more open-mindedness. However, you are correct, even in America, uh, and, and I say that because I, I've had the luxury of traveling and doing business longer term with people from all over the world. Um, there is something about America where uh, there still isn't a lot of acceptance. And I think you probably see from your media that we're having a lot of, sort of speak, civil unrest here, not just going through the pandemic, but with, you know, a lot of the core groups and you're starting to see the discrimination that we have, how there is this divide and just, you know, not to get into it, but politically, you're starting to see the flaws in America. And we are strong as people, but unfortunately, this is where a lot of us forget to separate politics from the regular life and as a person. Yes, and, and so I, I, I would like all to, of us are strong. Yes, and I thought that one of these days I could invite you again for this topic. 
I would love to. <laughs> because you know, I do see that people can't separate, and uh, you know, it's it's a huge thing in America. But we can't dive in there because it's going to take three days, three nights of talk, which I can invite I you there. I want to ask you about the sentence you made. I think it's very significant, and I don't want to miss out your sentence. Is that this pandemic is going to set women back? Why is that so? Okay, well, I feel that, uh, and I'll, I'll take America for example. Um, women have uh, received a lot of opportunity now. Granted, I'm in California, and California is one of the top. Uh, strongest and wealthiest states in the United States. However, yes. uh, it is very fragile right now, and we are cracked here in California. And usually, when people go to America, this is one of the first places they want to come to. And yes, we have Beverly Hills and have image of what Beverly Hills represents. But um, I think uh, also in different parts of the world. They're not as stable, or they are ruled um, or restrained by government, and their lifestyles are different. And so, um, we are going through a lot of challenges right now because people may interpret it as freedom, and we've lost freedom because of the pandemic. Um, it's it's, in my opinion, not something that should be looked at as with freedom being lost. More of we need to kind of. Step back and let the people who have the knowledge all across the world do what they need to do to help guide. Yeah, this is something and, bigger yeah. than any of us have ever expected. Yeah, and just to put this into the right context for the listeners and the viewers, um, the pandemic situation today, yes. for where you're coming from, is that um, I I I think I heard that you are. Or your state has been in lockdown for the last eight months. Am I right? So that is the context in, we're talking about. Tell us. Most of California has been locked down for the last eight months or so. Uh, the area where I'm in, which is like we'll just say to make it simple, is close to Beverly Hills. It's yeah. it's very very close in that area we yeah. call LA County. Yeah. That that area is the center that's closer to the airport and yeah. so forth and that has been closed um pretty much for the whole duration of the pandemic but we yeah. have had some restaurants open yeah. then the restaurants closed they tried reopening for outside and that wasn't working and today in my area we have more illness and more deaths and part of the united states and right now we are very much on lockdown again. And this has been extremely difficult on the people here because we have a lot of freedom and we're used to being independent. And California has a large spread, you know, and we're used to getting into our cars. Everyone has a car yeah. or two and you can't do that anymore. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of people on all levels, and I think this is important for the people that are viewing this and in Asia, is that it doesn't matter where someone started from, how wealthy they were or how poor they were, there are extremely wealthy people that have lost everything and they're about to be homeless 
And then there's other people who have never really had much financial significance, but because of the pandemic, it has put so many people on the same playing field that this is very important and it's very important in Asia. It doesn't matter what level you are on because I will say it in an interesting way, but this has bought us time to reorganize and rethink and try to be who we need to be and to develop our business or our, our ambition where we want it to go because we are now set back a little bit trying to think what we are doing for the future. And this is where I was mentioning earlier, people need to look at this calmly. Don't be, you know, somebody who's going to yourself harshly or blame or shame yourself. It's not about ego right now. One thing that is amazing about this pandemic is you may know somebody who may have passed or the family has had COVID and they are not really uh, judging them as if they absolutely never want to speak to them again or they have a disease. You know, we're very self-accepting to this and we really are working together with each other. And it's not a shame or an embarrassment to have COVID. And so I think that shows the empathy that people have around the around the world and a lot of solidarity. And this is how I, I look at it. I know there's a lot of nations and this is, I, I discussed this with you before because this is, this is very important to me. Um, I know because of our political system, we don't seem like we're opening up our country like we have always to people who come from Asia or from other countries. There is a very strong love and respect for Asian people among the American people. Um, unfortunately, what you're seeing is a political system and things will get better. And so for the Asian people who feel that we don't like you, we distrust you, or we blame you for all of this. We all have to take accountability for what happened here. And yes, there are certain certain circumstances that may, from the political side, not have been taken properly. But people to people, we still have a lot of respect, and we have a lot of, you know, hope, and we want the best for people in Asia. So eventually come back and, and feel welcome. And um, I know personally from my life, Asian people are part of the wonderful people that we have around the world. So that was important for me to just kind of put out there because I know there seems to be like a lot of negativity and some hatred. And that's just kind of unfortunately coming from the top of our political system right now, which is, unbelievable we're, we're all going through a lot of um stress and drama because of what's happening right now but 2021 will be better and i think it will be better around the world for all of us but i think for women to kind of cap off that um i think women are each other's worst enemy to a strong degree because we should actually be closer with each other and be more accepting and not blame. Um, we are very much a superpower 
And when we put our heads together and we're able to work with each other, we can accomplish great things. But financially and, you know, economically, sometimes geographic wise, we have to compromise. And when women start having children and the economics falter, especially if the women are taking care of them without having some kind of financial support, you can see the pandemic has harmed women because we have so much on our shoulders that we have to make sure that that's the priority. And not that I know everything about Asia, it's just um, women are the backbone of the home. And when women are in the workforce, it's very difficult because this, the, the operating system in Asia is different compared to America or parts of Europe. And so it's very important now that we help each other out we help each other get back into the workforce. But right now, I think what you were explaining earlier is, is that what is happening here is we've also learned new tools that um, may have been fine-tuned a little bit better or just learned from the beginning, like doing podcasting, making things more remote, understanding we can actually provide our professional services in the home or have home office. And it's also a time to, you know, recreate and, and do your, your own dreams and ambitions and start something from the home. Because we do have now the understanding a lot more than a lot of people have in the past years this year alone because of the pandemic and learning more about technology, how headphones work and, you know, understanding how to do things that were more complicated and you can turn it into a very successful business. And um, in America, for example, in most of our states, we don't have conferences, we don't have expos, we can't have parties, weddings, unfortunately still, especially in California, we can't even go visit our loved ones at the funeral. And so it's very, very sad time, but we're learning to deal with things that we never in our life thought that we would have to deal with. But that's also teaching us skills that I think, unfortunately, in some ways it's very difficult and maybe negative it's a situation where it will teach us how to function better because we forgot about all of this for a while because I blame it on social media. It's, it's a good and a bad situation, but it keeps us from each other. And now we're starting to, again, feel empathy and we're starting to relate with each other again. Yeah, um, you know, um, uh, Jessica, um, you know, I just want to help the listeners and the viewers by summarizing some of these points because you have given us a lot um, in a mouthful and I really yes. appreciate that. Um, I, I think a lot of wisdom have, has uh, a lot of wisdom has come out from you um, and I would, I would like to thank you um, and I want to show my appreciation for the sensitivity and also the acknowledgement but um, no apologies need to be made because I think we all understand politics is politics. It's got nothing yeah. to do. <laughs> you know, um, I, I want to uh, uh, bring us back to a couple of points that you brought up so beautifully. Um, uh, I think one of one of them is 
um, you mentioned about uh, I think being calm right mm-hmm. not blaming yourself I, I think at this point in the middle of pandemic especially I'm quite taken aback by you saying that California is already in lockdown for right. uh, almost eight months and certain parts are even stronger I mean, it's a different variation. It's actually been longer than eight months. We've, we've been doing... Yeah, now it's already December, you know? Almost a year. Yeah. Almost a year. Oh. So I think Singapore, we are so fortunate. Um, and back to what you just said, um, just to, I would like you to explore and zoom in a little bit more about mm-hmm. this calm. You know, because, because one of the things we know um, that I just learned... Um, about about the situation in America because the news coming out is just sporadic. Um, I mean, we're looking at the numbers. Yeah, the numbers are skyrocketing in America. Mm-hmm. And today I read yeah. the news from Dr. Fauci, um, yes. you know, the presidential um, advisor for for the for the pandemic situation. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of politics, but let, let's cut the politics aside. But let's talk about yes. community. He did say that. Um, the worst is yet to come. It kind of, I'm kind of shocked also because people are really doing their very best. People are really at the edge. People are tired, they're exhausted, they're fed yes. up. Um, people are giving up. They're giving up on, 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 on all these measures of precaution, cleaning, sanitizing, mask, social distancing, not meeting your friends and being isolated. I think um, on various degree, right? Some people are more fed up first and on a higher degree. Some people are more disciplined on the, you know, with a lesser degree of fed up nurse. You know? Yeah. 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 You know, people are on this different level of continuum. Yeah. And I think you have said um, beautifully, just being calm. Yeah. And it's it's hard to achieve that. <laughs> it's That's very it. hard to achieve that. Yeah. But come from a heritage which yeah. you can appreciate and understand a little bit yeah. better. For us, especially in America, it's a learned skill. And yes. so this has to do with Tell us it's about this what yeah. sorry? Tell us about this learned skill. <laughs> I need to learn oh. to calm. Well, no, I, I think you have it. It's, it's in your natural thing. But um, this is where what I know, and, and I realized this later in my life, that your mind has to be in sync with your body. Mm. Body will... will definitely be in sync with your mind. Depression or stress, what happens is, is that it starts to break down your body. So right now with what's happening with COVID, you have all of these people feeling isolated and a lot of, um, they're, they're emotional. And uh, this is where people start thinking about themselves, good yeah. or bad. They're yeah. looking at their limitations. They're looking at all of the negative things that have happened to them that the pandemic has created. And unfortunately, um, you hear stories more commonly now 
about people who are trying to take their life or committing suicide because they can't see clear road in front of them because it is just so difficult right now. And um, that is partially obviously due to mental illness and other people are just depressed and they just want to be done with yes. it. Yes. Um, mental illness in America over the last few years started to become more and more open where people freely talk about it. And that's been a change for us here because that's something that we never talked about. And I know in Asia, it's definitely something that's kept quiet. Yeah. And um, I think though, even in Asia today, people are starting to become right. a little dependent yeah. and vocal, yeah. but there are still things that, you know, people don't want their neighbors or their friends to know, or definitely their employers. And so things are kept a little bit quiet, but you have to understand like for example, um, Asia Asia has a lot of meditation and they do have a lot of ways uh, to keep themselves ha ha healthy, like with, you know, herbs and mushrooms and so forth. Yeah. But a little bit further than that, it's understanding who you are, what you're made of. Um, I, I like to say, and I'm very conservative when I explain this because some people are more spiritual than others, but you're living in the home that you are looking at in the mirror. Your face and your outside is not making your hands move or saying the words that are coming out of your mouth. That's coming from another place, which is a miracle, but where is that coming from? So it's coming from the interconnection of your body. Your, your brain is not physically connected, like a screw connected onto something else within the body, but the brain makes the mind go into action and mm -hmm. it affects what's going on in the body yeah. if you're yeah it's, it's all related yeah. and so that's why even more so with the pandemic people have to take care of their well-being they have to make sure that they stay healthy you know they stay active physically and you know they don't get themselves into a depression you have to kind of put a spin on it when you start feeling a little negative you you catch yourself and that's very hard to do but that's where what we call there's two parts really that make the the mind in focus with negativity and positivity that can in the long term change each one of them and that's using what we call the consciousness or the subconscious part of our mind and so the subconscious is the one that usually overrides everything and it's like soaks up everything and definitely the negativity in our our being and um, that will affect our health just our productivity our ambition the way we think the way we react um, that's something that we have to work with so whenever you catch yourself feeling a little bit down or negative or you find yourself um, moody about something you have to understand that you know unfortunately most of that time is affecting you not another person and you have to shake it off as fast as it comes is, and not is there is uh, Jessica is there mm -hmm. any uh, tips um, that you could uh, uh, share maybe uh, three tips that we could kind of like um, change that state you know um, I, and I just want to also share with you and, and the listeners and the viewers that um, there was a stage um, when we had the first lockdown uh, in Singapore uh -huh. back in April 
um, I was in a lot of anxiety because the world was like, you know, it was the, the world just stopped, right? Correct. Now that we review it, yeah, we kind of like could see that, um, you know, that, that, you know, we just need to like live with the situation. But at that Correct. time, you're just being gripped with anxiety, panic attacks. And that lasted for me, personally speaking, uh, mm-hmm. almost uh, throughout the, the lockdown uh, of two months in Singapore. Um, so, um, could, are there any specific tips that you could share with myself and listeners and the viewers? If that kind of panic attack you, anxiety, you start like feeling... Um, you just you you just feel like you know um so so much fear that you can't yeah yeah you just have this amount of fear that any little thing can just take you off the edge and I felt that is there yeah. anything you could share with us? Well, okay. Well, I won't get too much into it, but panic attacks. If you do have panic attacks, yeah. you know now that you are susceptible to them. Yeah. And so um, panic attacks are affecting people, but they don't know when it's going to happen. And there's no cure for panic attacks. And so what happens is um, panic attacks may or may not have to do with having strong anxiety, but you know that your body is susceptible to that. And that's something that should tell you. a little bit slower even though we put pressure on ourselves to be very productive and catch up and make money that was lost to pay rent or to you know just be able to get back on track especially if you have children but you need to basically sit down create a relaxed state for yourself is there a technical difference between anxiety and panic attacks Okay, panic attacks are not anxiety. Okay, what's the difference? Okay, well, okay, so we have stress. Yeah. Then uh, more severe is anxiety. Oh, okay. And uh, it could be a combination, because they're different, but they they have interline traits and symptoms. So, and anxiety can lead into depression or all of that is skipped and for some reason you have depression and depression mm-hmm. is the more severity uh, as a mental illness um mm-hmm. illness may not be as drastic or strong or have to be looked on as if it's a taboo like yeah. it used to be but when it comes to panic attacks um there's no real strong understanding of why it occurs but it usually does occur because it's a buildup in the body that is not capable of processing and letting go of anxiety. So when your body, and most people don't understand how to do this, and definitely teenagers and children don't know, this is a learned situation where you have to be aware of who you are and what your limits are on your moods and your emotions but you you um you 
know that you're susceptible to panic attacks so you may not have another panic attack for another 30 years or ever at all but someone who knows that they receive true panic attacks um know that they're susceptible so have it you know tomorrow or they can have it in a few weeks or never again and that obviously is something that's really important but to try to prevent from having them is really to delete or decrease stress and anxiety anxiety definitely builds fast to depression and that's the killer that starts breaking down your mind and it will definitely start breaking down your body and you know when you have depression which a lot of people have today people don't know the difference between yes. the two um it's because um they are being sheltered or controlled or their life has been impacted and living a life that's so different than what they used to because of covid um very hard for people to take this and so um a lot of people gen generalize meanings of you know stress anxiety panic attacks yeah but the truth of the matter is it doesn't really matter if it's by true definition you just know that if you're close to that or you're experiencing certain symptoms you have to try to relax your body and you have to you have to mind change you have to be more aware of what you are what you're dealing with and then you have to change it over when you start feeling you're, you're going down the wrong path and try to create some kind of calmness now obviously uh i'm generalizing but a lot of asian people have a lot of exercise and a lot of uh you, you mentioned at the beginning mindfulness is a new term yeah asian people have followed mindfulness for a long time they have different different exercise tai chi um they they are into meditation meditation and hypnosis is very different hypnosis mm -hmm. is a higher state and it's not something that most people can get themselves into even though there's thousands of books that are out there for self self meditation uh, sorry self hypnosis but there's a lot out there on meditation and that's easier for people to achieve but that actually changes your inner self it helps to calm down and bring a peace to your mind and it so helps your body like if you notice um if you're not feeling well and you're under a lot of stress um some people will have problems with their stomach um mm. whether they they're going to vomit or yeah. feel like they have to run the to the rest the butterflies the, the fight or flight exactly and the flies butterflies in the stomach yes yes um that could be because you know that that is contributed to something that's been going on for a long time and now it just it, it just basically you know came to fruitation that um they need to really change things because they can have an ulcer or we they call it irritable bowel syndrome or they're just not feeling well temporarily because they're under a lot of stress so they start seeing physical changes happen to their body so if you look at something like that because that's usually more common situation rather than a panic attack you you look at how your emotions can get to you that could create something to happen in your body it can yeah 
So, you know, you're, you're talking about so many different levels of what can happen to you that truthfully during COVID it's, it's actually a stressful time, but it's the most perfect time for people to change their life and to try. And, and, yeah. And, and, you know, Jessica, I would like to refer something that you mentioned that I'm very interested in. And, and it's a word of wisdom because you did say at the beginning that this is the time, like what you're saying now, that mm -hmm. it's, yes, it set us back, but it's a time whereby you really can assess um, the situation about yourself, etc. And and that is a very mm -hmm. wise um, way to see it. You know, once you really calm down, look at the situation and have the, just being with yourself. Tell us, how do you do it? Um, like you are in the middle of a huge pandemic right now in California yeah. And, yeah. and you are there for the last year. I mean, now, not was, but you still are. Yeah. You're not a yeah. yet. So like... Well, like, see, sorry if I can interrupt. How do you get a grip Wait. of of things and a grip of yourself? Okay, well... lot of space their living environments are small um if the more people that are in the small environment obviously it's becoming difficult for people to handle the stress of family life or or just exactly. being exactly here you know we have a lot of times if you're lucky to have a house you have more space you can go to the backyard you can, yeah. there's certain areas that have more land in the united states yeah. It's, there's some places where you know you don't have neighbors for 50 miles and <laughs> a huge ranch or something like yeah, that yeah. Um, so it's a little bit different but yeah. it's still isolation now where I'm located uh, if you're a mental health practitioner you know you're your first responder um, you're working in the yeah. food you know the grocery stores restaurants yeah. there's been a little bit of leeway um, obviously we have more people than we do police force so they're not out to get you if you're driving in your car a lot of excuse to get out of the house has been to yeah. go to McDonald's or go to a fast food restaurant because that's become a luxury it's yeah. become unfortunately a luxury yeah. because a lot of people now don't yeah. have money and yeah. it's become a luxury because that's been your getaway not to take a vacation for a day or two, but to go to a fast food restaurant yeah. and get yourself something from outside to take yeah. a ride in your car. Yeah. So, you know, we're finding different ways to reinvent. Yeah. But what my point of all of this is, is, is that regardless of what kind of change it is, it's very hard to do. And I understand because financially everybody's been devastated with this and there's some governments that are helping their people more than others yeah. and when you need money you need money when you need food you need food yeah you have to try to calm down because when you can focus then you can see clarity in front of you and when you are forced to create you will become more creative and so to give an example in california um, we have a lot of wealthy people. We have a lot of people from out of the country, the foreign people here. They buy houses, they do business, they put their money. Right now we have a very poor state 
a very poor state because this has, you know, put so many people into, you know, destitute. And so the one thing that we do have, which runs our system here is we have creativity. And as long as you keep yourself creative, and if you're not naturally a creative person, if you can put yourself in a position where you can just relax, and this this actually is more effective than keeping all of the ideas in your head, but if you can take a pad of paper and a pen, not on your computer, but when you physically hand write things, it creates a positive impression in your brain and what you're what's happening is if you're writing something the when you're putting the impression on paper you're thinking what you're writing as you go along your brain then is reconfirming that so that's two impressions and rethinking or you're reading it again that's you know the third or the fourth impression and that's changing your mindset and so when you put your goals or you put things that you want to change or things that you need to reinvent for your career, then it's easier to obtain that when you're going off of a piece of paper and you're visually taking it into your brain. So we're so used to computers and just keeping things up here. But if you can create in your mind if and come up with some kind of creativity, you can help yourself. Have something called, uh, and I'm an imagery master, it's called imagery it's used with a lot of people that don't realize they're doing like for example it's very cold where you're located and it's freezing and you're not used to it people are not as happy right now and they feel depressed well if you could even if you never did it before if you could envision where your dream vacation would be take yourself in your mind and try to get yourself to relax envision that place and just stay in that place as if you're creating the place that, that vacation for yourself it doesn't matter if for only 10 minutes it creates a change in your positivity creates more positivity which leads to action and then you will start to feel that your road ahead of you is clearer so you can actually see where you're going to go with your next move. and it will help you come out of this there's a lot of things we know because we just lived it that we may have to live again we may have to endure stress we may have to hear the children scream again we may have to stay in the house for another few days and not see the light of day because we know this we can help our brain by changing what those meanings are and help the brain make it more pleasant. And since we already have lived this, we knew what it felt like the first time. So it doesn't have to be so negative the second time. It's up to change this. And so by changing what we already know, or changing what we went through and reinventing a different scenario can basically help you get on your way to rebuilding yourself emotionally and definitely help to rebuild what you're losing. And this is definitely something that, that can be done in business very, very easily. How, okay, two questions. How do you apply this in business? And also about image mastery. 
What's that? Okay, so um, imagery is just basically a, a, a certain amount of levels of allowing your mind to see things, things within your own head. So for example, um, if you, like I said, if you've never been on a vacation and you dream about going to Switzerland, for example, um, Switzerland, we think, or we know is always cold and it has a lot of snow. So in our minds, we usually already know what snow looks like and how cold it is and all of that. So what you can do is you can build a story in your head and you know you're building it in your head for a certain reason, not because you're crazy, but you're building it in your head to try to make yourself happier or to prove your brain only knows what you tell it. It only knows what you teach it. It only knows what you implant into it, okay? It's the same thing when you're doing business. You can do imagery even with your clients, but um, I'm also in NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic yeah. Programming. Um, that's very popular and actually in Asia, it's used a lot in the business class. It tells you about people, how the brain, hearing, listening, all of this affects through communication yeah. and tonality. Tonality is extremely important these days because you can have somebody say something in a certain tone and it throws off your perception of what the meaning of that statement was and it may be very far from the truth yeah. of how that person truth. meant it and that truth. throws off personal relationships it definitely throws off business relationships um you're judged you're judged by what you say yeah. by your first couple of sentences and so if you say something in a cynical way and you are a positive person you will be thrown off by that person making a yeah. statement in a cynical way but if they said the same statement in a more happier or positive tone tonality yeah. then you'll perceive it differently so it actually affects now what's going to happen in the next step with action and it's definitely something that influences and sabotages business and negotiating so when you're in business especially now since people are a little bit more on edge yeah. again it's all, all about bringing yourself back step back step back and relax a little bit have a little bit more um empathy and have a little bit more uh, patience with yeah. the people you're yeah. working with at this time we yeah. say in america it's not their junk it's, I mean, it's not, sorry, it's not our junk. It's their junk. It's their stuff. It's their garbage, in other words. Don't bring it but here. The, yeah, but the truth is most people do. And that's because yeah. they haven't learned how to process yeah. to, you know, figure it out themselves. But wow. we judge and we allow Well, but it, that's, it's really yeah. important because it doesn't matter what kind of relationship it is. This is something that really... really damages a lot you're, you're in a room with a lot of executives which i actually had of doing uh, many times uh especially to men they're usually very quiet 
They're serious. Yeah. They don't speak that much. They speak when they need to speak. When you listen to a person, not yeah. just words, but the way that they move their eyes, the way mm. that they're using facial expressions, yeah. and listen to sometimes with what's not being said, you'll be able to handle your business transactions a little bit better with your people. And then you'll also understand how to present back. Yeah, I know Whether that you, we, are, we are going to this um, segment about uh, business, you know, bringing this mindfulness and mm -hmm. awareness and even NLP. I, I did a course on NLP um, uh, years ago and, and it did help me in terms of interacting with people. Um, I, I want, you know, um, Jessica, you have, you are, the longer I talk with you, <laughs> the, the more I know that you've got deep resources to share. I told you. <laughs> the longer, yeah. like, oh my God, look at it. It's like, you've got this wealth of ocean <laughs> you know am i able to invite you back for another session and um you know something that you would like to share um i hear uh, a lot of words of wisdom from your side and, and just to summarize uh, for our listeners and the viewers you talked about um you know this imagery like visualization how it can help people that happy mm -hmm. place and I think it's a lot of talk on it, but people do not exactly know how it can be done or they never practice that. And I think in times like this, whatever tools that we, we, we know that can help us, we've got to do it because we don't know when we're going to be push, pushed to the edge. To the edge, Even unknowingly, yes. Because we don't know how long the lockdown, the pandemic situation is going to be. And I think what you said is right that it's a time that we can assess ourselves. It's a, it could be a beautiful time for us to yeah. be with ourselves, like what you say. So um, yeah, I, I truthfully believe that people who have never had much or not much of themselves dreamed of, yeah. or even if they are forced now to reinvent their career, yeah, because their career won't exist reinvent. for the next few years. You can't wait True. for that, or yeah. they lost their job, and you know, True. especially in Asia, you know, a yeah. lot of work in the same job or hope to for all their life yeah. and now all of a the sudden they don't have a position yeah you you have to again you have to somehow put your place stay calm yeah. and you have to look at this situation logically not out of anger and not by stressing yourself and judging you if i would have done this differently or if they would have thought of me in this way maybe i would still have my job uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's a time that you can actually, if you can think calmly yeah. and put your, your dreams and your goals together, yeah. that you can probably succeed and build success because it's not just where you are. There's no competition. Everybody to a strong degree is starting over. I, I love that. I love the point that you did say. Um, I think this is the third time you mentioned this pandemic. If it had brought anything good to humanity, it has mm -hmm. had everyone at ground zero. 
Yeah. And then let the race begin after, you know, after post pandemic, you know, you're given the chance to to reassess um, wherever you are. And yeah. um, and I, I would like to, um, got, I've got a final question to ask you, which I hope that you could actually bring it forth to the next episode. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm going to catch you. <laughs> Don't run away. <laughs> Don't run away. Okay. What? Um, how could we bring uh, mindfulness and and wellness into business ambition? And how do we use it to pursue entrepreneurial goals? I thought that could be a real thing. You know, we want to. We want. We we. I think you've set. Uh, you know, your your whole. Um, uh, one hour of session with me has been very beautiful because you brought this whole uh, very uh, convergent topic from a big topic about mindfulness because it's yes. huge. Um, I think a lot of people, a lot of practitioners, experts have tried to define it. So it's a really big, broad generalization. So, mm-hmm. so you are able to slowly narrow it down to um, you know some of the things that we can do like imagery um, mm-hmm. uh, even NLP NLP something that I, yeah. I, I was familiar with at one time NLP yeah. and that is that these are really practical tools you know mm-hmm. that a lot of people have heard about it um, you know but they don't really know um, you know and also about not application correct to yourself in a lockdown situation and then application to the context of a business that you can actually plan for. So, you know, mm-hmm. you have actually been able to beautifully um, speak uh, in this uh, a, a manner that, that I, I realized that you have got this well of, hey, look at it, the, the well is, is like, this is the tip of the iceberg, like you know, walking in Antarctica. <laughs> you suddenly see there's a hole in this, you know, I'm visualizing like what you say, imagery. Yeah. You suddenly see well, a hole if in I can give you a fast example. Like pick, pick it yeah, I can give you a fast example. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's and, and in Asian culture, they're really the first ones to really get this and understand this. It's mind over matter. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Now I'll make it yeah. a little bit more into current time, but like yeah. for example, if you open up your cabinet and you're taking a can of soup out yeah. of the cabinet yeah. and you don't grasp it properly and you know that it slipped and it's going to fall on your foot and you're not wearing shoes, you're wearing socks. And I'm sure a lot of people have done you this have a at one time. Yeah, you you have know a when that can falls on your foot, but here's yeah. the thing assumptions are very dangerous for us because mm-hmm. you've already calculated what that negative hurtful feeling is going to feel oh. like and it hasn't even dropped on our foot yet however yeah. Yeah. when you know it's dropping for yeah. example yeah. start bringing your brain your mind into yeah. a different area and say it's not going to hurt it's not going to hurt it's not going to hurt it's like when you go to the doctors and you get immunization you already assume it's gonna hurt. We build this up, we get ourselves nervous. And then of course it hurts. We get what we ask for. But you know, <laughs> when the, the can is, uh, yeah. isn't that true? The can, is dro- right? <laughs> the can is dropping yeah. and 
even even like with pain, we associate yeah. pain with hot, with heat. Yeah. Pain is heat. So when the, the, the can drops, we know we're going to get this sensation because the blood is rising and, you know, we're going to get yeah. that heat painful sensation. Yeah. Think of cold. Think yeah. of snow. We're thinking in our brain. We are imagining. We're yeah. the image, the imagery of what that would be like. So just say cold, 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 cold. You know, when you put on the stove and you burn yourself, it does, you do feel the pain. Pain uh, is controversial because they say that there's real no pain. Pain is what you perceive it to be. So it's controversial because yeah. some people say yes, some people say no. But if you think the opposite of what it is, something's gonna hurt, no, it's not gonna hurt, it's not gonna hurt. Yeah, there's, yeah and, and there's I, the and power of the yeah, mind. The, yeah, exactly, because you you kind of like, you, you set an image in my mind right now, it's like, if someone is broken up in a relationship, right, it could be a lot of pain, but you could get a lot of, <laughs> you say, no, it's not a pain, there's a lot of joy in it. Yeah, no, but that's I'm, true. I'm not, I'm not kidding you, you know, it's like, you really got to switch into that mode. So, um, Jessica, without taking too much of your time, is there yes. a, a, any final um, 30 second conclusion you can um, conclude for us, the listeners and the viewers who've got such a wonderful, valuable time for listening to you, but you don't, you don't run away because I'm going to catch you again. Okay. Well, um, I, I teach people and I train. I train individuals and corporate all around the world. And uh, the only thing that I really seem to be saying right now to most people is, even though it's hard to believe this, though it's hard to imagine, 2021 is going to be really good. We've learned a lot of mistakes. We know what not to do. We know what kind of profession or relationships didn't into you know 2020 more than i think any of the years that we've been on this earth and so it's our choice so it's like when we go towards the 2021 you can stay where you are right now move forward and it's your choice so we have nobody to blame other than ourselves and i think that the world is very worldly the world is very accessible and when you know with what just happened, I, I said this to somebody the other day, um, and, and I'm just gonna bluntly say it. For example, a lot of countries right now are very angry at America. We have a leader who's a dictator and um, it's, it's very harmful. And I don't wanna get into politics, but actually in business endeavors, I actually worked with the president directly and I was friends with his second wife. So it's coming from personal, environment here but um a lot of people look badly against us right now and so you know i think no matter what country you live in you're worried someone's going to drop the bomb we have so many people that are angry at us that would like to start war or they threaten war so what happened during pandemic nobody has done it correct so to me when they've had every opportunity because everybody is in their houses and nobody has done it. It shows to me a lot of respect and a lot of love that's out there. And that meant a lot to see this because it sounds like a cliche, but we are in this together. This is not something that anyone has ever seen. 
We may not know how to handle it. I love Dr. Fauci because I believe science does tell many things about many things in, that we deal with um, that are not clear, even with a lot of things I'm explaining to you today. But um, you have to listen to people who know. So if, for example, the only thing we understand right now that could help for me to help you or you to help me or the neighbor is to wear a mask. It's not a political statement. It's just a mask. Just wear it. I know we're tired of it. I know that, you know, all this stuff doesn't make sense. And no, we don't wash our hands as much as we do, but we have to do it. I, I say something very controversial, but I feel like the only way we can really get rid of this is if every country closes for two or three weeks together. Yeah, and I thought so. That, that says we have the power of the mind and we're yeah, doing yeah yeah how can you propose yeah. that to the president <laughs> huh okay how, how can you propose that to to the president and to all you the can't. presidents you know you can't when i had um yeah, you, 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 you know w, me you know I, I you know my WH, background so yeah, sorry that the who should do a little bit more advisory by telling yeah. all the countries like okay i'm just i'm just talking to a friend in mexico just to just to conclude, just not to take up too much of your time. I was just yeah. talking to him. I mean, nothing political. Just said first of January twenty twenty one. Let yeah. the whole world just shut down, and let everyone just have a test. And then you can find out who is positive and negative, and then you separate yourselves, right? Yeah. And you can yeah. find. I mean, it's almost like you. To me, it's like you if you're if you're a housewife. You're cleaning the house. You just really want to clean up everything. You have to clean the house. You just well, a lot to of, do a house. A lot of people don't want to do it. Yes. Yeah. And it, it, because that. you know what? We're at a point where I think all of us around the world have been played with. We we were made to stay home. We were all scared because we didn't know what we were dealing with. Then we yeah. were to go back to work. Um, financially, people were devastated. Yeah. Some people really have to go back to work. Yeah. Then, you know, give or take you were not allowed to go back to work and so it's it's almost like um i think unfortunately in america people look at how many people died mm -hmm. and they they say it's such a low number mm -hmm. they don't really think as badly as the people who got sick and so this is where the issue is coming in and yeah. they're up and they just want to go out and go back to normal life yeah. and that's not going to help anything and so um, I don't know which which uh, prime minister or which president is actually going to make the first call and say, okay, we're <laughs> I don't know. have to wipe this out. So yes, let's start calling everybody and closing the world. Definitely down. not Singapore. We're too small for that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, Singapore yeah. is, is supposed to be extremely lovely and make it out there. Yeah, you have to, you have to come by and I want to do a little bit of promotion to the listeners and the viewers and and also to your corporate clients who, who is going to watch this video someday um, come to Singapore spend your tourism dollar it's a wonderful place um, mm -hmm. yeah, our national language or our official language is English everyone speaks English in the street you feel yeah. like this is a modern uh, city-state like you feel at home like in America I mean, we've got a huge community of Americans bankers usually um, and you know yeah, they, they go to singapore that's true yeah they pop their money here 
<laughs> the transactions are extremely creative over there. Yeah, yeah. and um, you've, yeah, you've got the biggest um, uh, hedge fund um, people and, and the big, yeah. yeah, the big well, that's what I families did. That's are now what moving. I did before is I because worked with they, people hedge funds. Yeah, they're starting to move over here, over here because the virus is zero um, has been reported for the last um, three weeks. Um, you know, That's right. I think I think the government is op- the Singapore government is opening its door to the rich Americans and to Americans like oh, please. Well, they're don't. they're moving out of America. They're moving out. I think so. And you know, we've had like, but I think people wanted to just go to a place where they feel safer. I mean, it's yeah, like what I you know. say, it's all in the mind. You We've know, had a lot of damage here in the last few years. We'll just put it that way without pointing fingers. But um, I suspect it's going to get a lot better. It's not, you know, which which side of politics you're on, but I think it's, it's going to get better yeah. once we kind of get over this a little bit more. I mean, everything, um, because, has, everything has got its pros and cons. It's never going to be heaven on earth. We just take it's yeah. just another day in politics. But, you know, our life goes on. <laughs> um, I mean, we just go on with our lives, right? You gotta, you gotta have bring back. We you have to. Pack the bread. You got to, um, you know, feed your family. You've got relationship problems. You've got quarrels with your, with your wife, your husband. You've got quarrels with. Well, your the family. the relationship yeah, problems is another discussion, but most of us don't have to go through that stuff at all. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, so that's girl, another huge topic. That's another huge yeah. topic. I hope that I could invite you. Uh, to talk about about America, if if you are game enough to talk frankly, I'd on love it. to. I'd love to. Can, can we thank you so you, much for inviting me. Yeah. Can can we give you a round of applause? I don't run away, uh, Jessica. I have got you in my pocket. <laughs> thank you. I I'm glad I'm there. <laughs> and I'm 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 so glad I met you in a strange world of the internet. You know, like what you say. I think if we see that we calm down, this is such a such a nice time uh, for us if we could evaluate it in a positive manner. But that's how easy it is. So see, that's why I'm saying it's that easy. So anybody who's listening, if they're in their lowest spot right now and they don't know what they can do, even more so in the last couple of years, definitely this year, more than I think a combination All of his years. The world is so much smaller and it's yeah. just so amazing that we have things like YouTube and Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. we're, you know, Twitter and, and you know, all these social media, which is good, bad and ugly, but at the same time, it makes things easier for us to accomplish. And if it, if it is easy for me to meet someone like you across the world, just think when somebody really wants to try to do something different or they're forced to do something different how much easier it is i i always say you know it's in my in my mind um it's usually better to jump in the deep end rather than jump in the pool in the shallow because you know in the deep end you're either gonna find a way to learn how to swim instantly and you'll succeed or you'll drown but if you're in the shallow, it's very difficult because you get lazy and comfortable and you're not gonna wanna walk to the deep end. So you know, it's, it's sometimes better to do the opposite of what your natural nature is, and then it will be easier for you to walk a little bit farther. 
after that because you challenged yourself and you broke something that you felt that you weren't going to achieve before. Okay. So, so ja Jessica, could you repeat uh, the business and the consultancy and the expertise you're in for all of us okay. so that you know, I could put your link and your bio right here below. Could you Thank could you. you okay. Could you tell us yeah, again? So, so I, I work in and I do consulting and I do business and also life coaching and it's a higher level coaching uh, so I, I work online or you know obviously you're welcome to come here I do have a couple clients who actually fly me out sometimes which is quite interesting and I also have uh, three offices in Los Angeles it's called the hypnotherapy centers and i am a partner in the nlp it's the initials nlp and hypnotherapist association and anybody actually can get involved with that in 2021 we're introducing a lot of learning tools again higher learning i i like to really as you can see, give a lot of information and we put together a lot of programs that are video as well as just taped for people to enjoy, to learn a little bit more about health and wellness. Could you give, could you give a couple of examples about what kind of clients uh, have you dealt with? Have you managed um, well, the, the, I, general, the general or the outliers? In this business, I've, I've worked with business people. I'm, I'm in Los Angeles, so there's a lot of entertainment people. Uh, just tip off without explaining, because I know we get too much into it, but I'm considered a CHT, which is a formal educated, formally educated hypnotherapist. So that's the highest level that you can achieve in hypnotherapy. And I know in Asia, hypnotherapy is growing more and more because it's very much respected in certain countries because we actually work with people that have disorders and illnesses and disease pain i work with people who have cancer and it's it has to do with what i was explaining today is that if you can change the mindset and you can change someone who's unhappy or someone who's under a lot of stress and anxiety then the body starts to shift and then they start feeling better and physically they start mending. So this is this is something that's been existing forever. There's so many studies about so many ailments and then relationships um, to stop smoking and vaping and a lot of things that you can think of and it's extremely safe, but a lot of people cannot get better by just talking anymore their resistance is too yeah. high yeah. and so it's a different kind of therapy because we watch what's going on with the client and how they're perceiving things but we tap into the brain and try to release the anxiety so i i work in that realm and i work with corporations and i work with their employees i used to do presentations and trainings at expos and conferences, but see, I'm like anyone else. They don't exist right now for us. Yeah. So the whole way of doing business yeah. has changed. changed. Yeah. yeah. But Thank one you. thing that I've yeah. been doing since my mid twenties yeah. is I've always worked with the world. I work with people no matter where they are. And I love that because I love people 
from all over and I wanted that as part of my life. Yeah. And um, you, because you, you know, because from your perspective, you do know that people are the same generally, they face the same problems, right? <laughs> when an- anxiety um, is the same throughout, right? Yeah, I think what's happening now, right? like relationship wise, is people are starting to get delusional and they're starting yeah. to understanding yeah. the meaning of a relationship is because of our social media and also with texting i find that people that are in their 20 uh, in their 20s and 30s are thinking they're having a relationship with somebody but they're having a relationship with a telephone <laughs> that's feeding it information so you know i, I wow. listen to a lot of crying and that's a good one that's a it's a shame (laughs) yeah it's a shame because you know it's very easy for somebody to write anything on the text yes yes you know say how much they care and they love you and i want to marry you and you're the girl for me the man for me whatever and you know it's it's that's where it's like when you don't see it you don't hear it you're not around the person doesn't mean anything and we have a saying out here it's like there's a lot of Netflix and chilling, but there's no emotion because people don't know how to Netflix talk with each other yeah. and yeah. everything is done on the phone. And it's like, if they don't have time to talk to you and pick up the phone, don't even bother with them. Yeah. And I you, you may hurt and you may cry for the moment, but there's a whole world of people that are out there. And I guarantee you, someone is just around the corner and they're probably better. So don't settle. Don't settle. Yeah, you have sandals. to change your mind and you you decide what you deserve thank so you thank so you. much jessica you're welcome um, i've taken one and a half hours from you ah. definitely this can go on and on because i enjoy so much um you're an expert in your field and i'm, I'm glad that we have you um definitely you. um you need to be back um i'm gonna see you next year Absolutely. Which is is just going to be a few days later. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, well, right. I caught you. It's almost nine o'clock in the morning where I'm located. I caught you. Yeah, I caught you. um, I mean, next year is just like three days away. So thank you once again, Jessica, for sharing your invaluable expertise and time uh, with us. Um, And I'm very happy you again. And uh, let's do uh, another um, follow up episode. And let's chop it up into, um, you know, the different segments that you would like to, you would like to talk about the application uh, of mm-hmm. it. Thank you so much. So You're I'm going to put your information. Okay. Below. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that great. Once again, thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, it was a pleasure. You've got cute, cute, cute dogs that you've got. Okay, bye. <laughs> yes. I'm going to text you again. Bye. Keep in touch. Bye. Okay, you too.